0: Welcome to the Wheatful Woman Podcast. I'm your host, Brittany Goff, and I'm so excited you're here. I'm an online product shop owner over at Wheat & Honey Co., a business strategist leading women-owned, profitable, and purposeful businesses, and your host here at the Wheatful Woman Podcast. Join us as we have fun and soulful conversation with a bunch of girlfriends pursuing a life full of intention and purpose. We are here to give you space and tools for your holistic wellness journey and hope you leave each episode feeling a bit more full than when you came. All right, Wheatful Women, let's dive in. Today, I'm chatting with Clara Norfleet. She's a registered dietitian and certified personal trainer on a mission to simplify healthy living without restriction or obsession. She believes that health is multidimensional and so much more than just what you eat and how much you exercise. Here's my conversation with Clara. Hey, Clara, welcome to the Wheatful Woman Podcast.
1: Oh, thank you so much for having me. I'm so thrilled to be able to talk with you today.
0: Yeah, I am too. I'm really excited to learn more about your world and your expertise. I've been following along on Instagram and learned so many quick tips from you, and I'm excited just to have you here and for our community to be able to learn a little bit about healthy living and sustainable healthy living and what that looks like as a real person day to day. <laughs> and I'd love to start just diving right in, asking if you could tell us what healthy living looks like for you right now.
1: Yes. Well, right now, healthy living to me, I would think of health wellness as very multidimensional So for me, kind of like the four main things that I'm focusing on right now, like in terms of healthy living is obviously nutrition as Mm -hmm. a dietitian, some kind of movement, physical activity, sleep, and just like rest in general. And then just managing my stress. Those are like the four things that I've really been trying to focus on or that I've kind of focused on in the past um, Mm -hmm. that drive my healthy living.
0: Yeah. What does stress management look like for you? That's a really hard one.
1: <laughs> yeah. Right. Oh gosh. I know. I feel like it's different for everyone. Like I yeah. talk to a lot of different patients, um, mm-hmm. in my job at the hospital and like, I mean, stress is something that everyone faces from all different types of avenues of life. Um, and we all deal with it differently. I mean, there are definitely mm-hmm. ways that we can deal with it, not in the right, you know, obvious mm-hmm. ways. Um, but in terms of like healthy ways that I have found to manage my stress um, resting is obviously a really big one for me like, you know, the culture that we live in, it's go, go, go 24 seven. Like there's always the news or music or podcasts to listen to. Um, so getting my time just to like pull back from everything and just like be silent, silent solitude really, mm-hmm. really does help me. Um, spending time in scripture is something that I've been going back to recently. Um, well, I don't want to say going back to recently, but just trying mm-hmm. to really be intentional with my time and, mm-hmm. um, trying to remove the distractions when I am in the word, um, yeah. turning off my phone and things like that to yeah. really just cut the noise out from the world.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Stress management's really hard because yeah. <laughs> it seems like you go from zero to a hundred and all at once you're really stressed out and you don't know how like to a- remove yourself from it. And to do it quickly. One of my friends has been encouraging me to learn how to breathe and just taking moments to breathe deep. And it feels so silly. I'm like, I'm so frustrated. I don't want to do that. And then she'll say, Breathe in (laughs) and breathe out. And it's amazing how just breathing, it seems so simple, but it really does help.
1: I heard, um, I think it was earlier in the year, it's called like box breathing. And Hmm. you breathe in through your nose for I think four or five counts you hold it for four or five counts breathe out for four or five and then hold that for four or five mm-hmm. counts. and you do that like a couple rounds and that I'm pretty sure it's like scientifically proven to help reduce anxiety and stress and so I've actually been doing that as well I'm glad you mentioned it um, yeah. it really does help it's crazy
0: it's yeah crazy. <laughs> and it's hard I don't know why that's hard Yes, it's I almost know. like I'm stubborn and I just don't want to breathe.
1: Right? Like, yeah, the thing that gives me life. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: I'm just not gonna do that. We talk a lot about worth and identity and what that looks like in our faith and in our physical health. And that's something I'm so intrigued by within your expertise. And I would love to know how understanding our worth, value, and identity in Christ informs and directs our mindset those are two things you said mindset and motives when it comes to our physical health what would you speak into that
1: um well I think a lot of this is drawn from like I guess my personal relationship with food and wellness in general physical activity you're gosh I just can't like your mindset and your motives I mean they really direct everything you know that you're doing whether it's related to your health or any other aspect of life, but um, specifically looking at like our physical health, I think it's super easy to look to the world Mm for our value and our worth and our identity um, because it's there. It's like tangible for us. Um, So like, I think a lot of women my age, we look to like what our body looks like, how we eat to define who we are. And over time, it I mean, it's always going to end not well. Mm-hmm. Um, and so for me, really reminding myself and, and digging in deeper of like my worth and my identity isn't Christ and it's not anything that I have done of my own doing. Um, it's just being able to accept that gift of grace and then living out in that new identity really just, it changed the game in all aspects of my life again, but even with my health and my physical mm-hmm. health is looking no more at like, or moving away from, I'm not perfect by any means, but moving mm-hmm. away from like looking at how to eat and how to move to change my body to gain worth versus moving my body and feeling my body well as an act of worship,
0: mm-hmm.
1: already worthy, but I'm also I'm giving that as an offering to the Lord. Mm -hmm. So it kind of, it honestly takes the stress off of it for me, Mm -hmm. you know, like I'm not doing it to strive anymore. I'm doing it to, um, celebrate, you know, that I can. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Celebrate that I can just came to me. (laughs) Yeah. I love
0: it. I love it when that happens. What does a healthy mindset and motivation look like to you?
1: Um, gosh, one of the biggest things I have been learning recently is, focusing on the eternal versus the temporal. Mm-hmm. And I think it can even boil down to like short-term versus long-term, um, which kind of boils down to patience, but it's kind of a whole tangent. But um, just looking at like what is going to last for eternity, you know, looking at, obviously the scripture tells us that physical training is good, but godliness is the goal. And, mm-hmm. and we're not going to, I mean, our six pack abs aren't going to get us into heaven. And, you know, it's, it's just very fleeting. And so trying to focus on things that are going to last is, has been how I've been trying to reframe, I guess, my mindset. Mm -hmm. Um, And then more specifically looking at like my physical health and how my mindset kind of directs that, um, or has changed, I've moved more towards like doing things out of love and respect for my body rather than because I hate it or I want to change it. Mm-hmm. Um, and that has kind of been coupled with what I just talked about, but that's really changed the game of like everything when it comes to my health of looking at it as an act of worship, not for my body, not for myself, but as an offering to the Lord. Mm-hmm. Um, and just, again, taking the focus off of me and putting it on Christ, It's it just is so freeing. Mm-hmm. and I think that's kind of the biggest thing
0: mm-hmm. and not focusing so much on changing yeah. who you are but accepting and resting in and wanting to equip yourself by eating well and moving your body
1: right yeah mm-hmm. and like I mean obviously there are things that habits we might have that aren't the healthiest and that doesn't mean that we can't change them right. I you know I think a lot of times Christ still loved us even when we were sinners Mm -hmm. and so, but he doesn't want us to stay in that state Mm -hmm. as a sinner. He calls us to repent and to change Mm -hmm. and be sanctified. And so it might be kind of a stretch to think of it that way, but Mm -hmm. you know, we can still love ourselves even when we might not take care of ourselves the best way, but we can still change. Mm -hmm. But it's it's that mindset of motives of like, why am I changing? Am I changing because I hate my body or because I respect it enough to know that it deserves better.
0: Those simple truths are always so good.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think we complicate a lot of things when yeah. it comes to our health. And it's just yeah. like, yeah, simple mm-hmm. reminders like that are in my head all the time. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah, I completely agree. Those simple reminders are what speak to me most and get yeah. my attention quick, quickest because sometimes the complex is so scary we don't even approach it. Right. But when something is simplified for us, we're able to digest it more. And you saying that, I know already I'm going to carry that with me when I go to work out. I'm not doing this because I don't like my legs or whatever it is. I'm doing this because I respect my body and I want it to be healthy and functioning to be able to sustain me so that I can do my best. You were talking on your Instagram recently about improving energy. And three easy steps to improve energy. And that instantly got my attention because I know a lot of people probably feel this way right now where energy is just, our energy is different because our routines look different. I think eating healthy has been a challenge for a lot of people when we're doing a lot of staying inside and being alone. And I loved your tips. You said... It's important to eat balanced foods, drink more water and get enough sleep. And again it's very very simple. But can you elaborate on the importance of those things for us?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So these really are like I always like to again make it very simple. We make things more complex than they need to be. Like I mean a lot of people you'll see like supplements that are like driven towards improving your energy that you can mm-hmm. buy for, like $70 a bottle or something crazy like that and then it's just not Sustainable and like most people aren't going to have access to that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and so, really, you know, if you can't focus on these like foundational principles, and you're just, you know, putting a band aid on a gushing wound mm-hmm. using supplements like that. And so, focusing on eating balanced foods specifically um, in the context of improving our energy when we eat more what we call balanced foods or balanced meals it's going to have an effect on our blood sugar, even if we don't have diabetes, but that can in turn influence our energy and our energy levels. So like, I always like to think of it like a roller coaster when it comes to what we eat. We all have, there's three main macronutrients: macronutrients there's fat, carbohydrates, and protein. Everybody needs them to function. Um, and they're all super important, but they can just act differently in the body. But when we eat them together, then they kind of, work the best. So like if you think at three o'clock, you're low on energy, you want something super quick to get your energy up. A lot of people (laughs) might reach for a donut, a bag of Skittles, you know, a handful of crackers or something like that. And it might get your energy up initially because it's sending blood sugar up. And then normally, you know, 30 hour, 30 minutes or an hour later, you end up like crashing and you're like, Oh my gosh, I need something else to eat. Like, why am I still tired? I'm hungry. And you're just right back on this kind of roller coaster of sending your blood sugar really high, but then it crashes. And that crashes when you're like tired and low energy and you're looking for the next kind of hit. And so then you eat it or you drink it and then you get up high and come back down. So it's kind of like a roller coaster and that leads to changes in your energy level. Um, And so one of just the easiest ways of looking at like a balanced meal or balanced foods is trying to eat those three macronutrients, your protein, carbs, and your fat all together, or at the least trying to eat protein and or fat with your carbohydrates because carbohydrates (laughs) are what raises your blood sugar and protein and fat. Keep it steady. Okay. So it sort of like balances out and that helps with managing your energy levels. So if you think, you know, you start off your day with a bowl of cereal, um, maybe have like a sandwich for lunch and then pasta or pizza for dinner. It's a lot of carbohydrates and not a lot of protein, not a lot of fat, not a lot of vegetables. Um, so that's going to skew more towards lower energy in the long run because you're not eating these balanced meals. Mm -hmm. Um, that was a very long winded answer for one component of that. But, um, aside from that, looking at just drinking more water, uh, actually our hydration levels can have a huge impact on our energy levels. And, um, they can also kind of, oftentimes we look at dehydration and we think we're hungry. Mm -hmm. We're just thirsty and it can manifest or kind of present as like fatigue or low energy. So just, being well hydrated, you know, again, it's something very simple, but trying to just drink more water however you can. For some people, for me personally, I just keep like this really big. I know not everything's going to be on this <laughs> window, but like I drink a huge thing and I'll keep it by my bed. Yeah. Last thing I drink when I go to sleep. And then when I wake up, I try to chug at least a glass or two. Mm-hmm. Um, but being well hydrated is a big one. And then obviously getting enough sleep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> which is a huge one. I think like one in three Americans um, don't get enough sleep. So like, yeah, 33% aren't sleeping enough, seven to nine hours. You know, and I I honestly credit it a lot to our society. As you know, everything is go, go, go. Like it's always something on TV. There's always Netflix. There's always your phone. You can always get more work done. We don't want to sleep, you know. But over time that sleep, I mean, even one night's sleep can impair, like, your energy levels, obviously, the next day. And on top of that, when we don't sleep enough, it affects our hunger hormones so that we're more hungrier in the day. Mm. And when we're hungrier, we want to eat more carbohydrates. And that leaves us, again, on that roller coaster. So there's a lot of things that go into it. But those are the three biggest things. If you can get those down over time, you'll see that your energy levels tend to, to improve.
0: Yeah. What does a good balanced 3 p.m. snack look like? What are some examples of things that you like that would be good for us?
1: Um, so one of my favorite things that I make is like, I call them energy bites or energy. Mm-hmm. So um, you know, it's like a mix of oats and peanut butter, almond butter. Um, I like to use dates to kind of sweeten it and add some like binding, chia seeds, flaxseed meal. Um, I'm trying to think what else I put in there. You can put some like protein powder.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, that's a mix. You'll get the carbohydrates, you'll get the protein, and you'll get the fat. So those are kind of like a three-in-one. Yeah. And they are they can be sweeter, so it's not like you're just eating cardboard. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's kind of been my alternative. If I want something sweet, mm-hmm. I'll have maybe one or two of those, uh, like Greek yogurt and fresh berries is another really like classic one. Mm-hmm. Um, getting the protein from the yogurt and then some carbs from the berries, carrots and hummus. I think I ate that, gosh, like as a snack every day during my dietetic internship at about three o'clock. Um, but that's another good kind of combination, um, you know, like grapes and, and pistachios or cashews mm-hmm. or something like that. Anything that you can combine together would yeah. be a kind of healthy snack.
0: Those are easy to take on the go-to if you work out at the home and need to take it with you or in the carpool line or whatever.
1: (laughs) Yes, absolutely. Yeah.
0: (laughs) What are some ways that you still your mind before you go to sleep? Because I think it seems like for me and for people that are in my circle, we get in bed and then we just can't fall asleep because our minds are still running. And I know not being on our phones is a trick, but is there anything else that you do to help calm your mind so that you can fall asleep?
1: Mm-hmm. Um. I don't really know if this helps like calm my mind per se, but having a routine that I do every night has been really helpful. I am a creature of habit. know mm-hmm. <laughs> why? But I know that like I'll make some hot tea. I'll brush my teeth, wash my face, and kind of do all my skincare routine, and that just gets me in the mood of like, okay, I'm winding down for de- for bed. So that kind of like tees me up to to mm-hmm. down and relax, and then. I'll do, like, I have this chapstick that I wear every night. Again, just very routine stuff. I'll do, like, some lavender essential oil. Mm -hmm. Oh, I love that. Yeah, I don't know really anything about essential oils, but I know the lavender gets Mm -hmm. me relaxed. And then I'll try to, like, read for a couple minutes. And I say a couple minutes because by then I'm usually, like, checked out and ready for bed. But just reading um, or journaling or, Mm -hmm. or something like that helps me just to like calm down and relax. Mm-hmm. I try not to be on my phone or watch really like high energy TV an hour mm-hmm. before bed. I'm not always great at it, but things like that can help me just to kind of mellow out and fall asleep more. yeah sure. And the breathing thing that we talked about yeah. earlier, the yeah. box breathing, that certainly that helps me a lot.
0: Yeah. I love the lavender essential oil. I don't know what it is, but it just, I put it on my wrist or they say like behind your ear. Have you done yeah. that?
1: I haven't done it behind my ear. No.
0: They say that you breathe it in and you can smell it. And then obviously it just, that's a good spot for it to soak in. But that seems to work for me too. And then it kind of gets on your pillow too. And you're like, yeah. Oh, that smells nice.
1: <laughs> my mom just made me this like fresh or dried lavender, like sachet, I guess oh. is the word, And I put it under my pillow. So I'm like, cause I just ran out of my essential oil roller thing. So I'm trying to get me through until I get it back in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Stick it under your pillow. Yeah. This is a really generic question, but I'm I'm really curious about some ways that you're supporting your health right now. Like, what are you doing right now in your routine that may be different or new that would be good for our community to implement?
1: Um. I'm definitely trying to focus more on sleep. I feel like I always like I'm more of a stickler for sleep than a lot of people are. I think Mm -hmm. Um, I don't, I don't work well on minimal sleep. And so Mm -hmm. really trying to, to really implement and prioritize sleep has been a big one for me. Even just like trying to get in bed 30 minutes earlier. I mean, it adds up if you do that Mm -hmm. of the week stress, I kind of mentioned and just, like, resting, Um, you know, with everyone being kind of in quarantine and routines have been all crazy, all jumbled up. Uh, My routine actually hasn't been a whole lot different going into the hospital. I mean, I've not been home a day, Mm -hmm. but um, obviously, like, things are still going and, like, planning a wedding, there's just Mm -hmm. going on in my mind. And so, like, finding time to just, like, zone out. Well, I don't want to say zone out but just kind of rest and just yeah. be yeah. Whether it be like reading or just going on like a walk, listening to worship music or something like that, just to like not be productive, not check something off the list. Mm-hmm. Just be
0: mm-hmm.
1: helpful. Yeah.
0: Let yourself rest when you can. Yes. It's easy yes. to fill it with more busy, but
1: yes. it's
0: so important when you have a moment to let yourself rest, especially for you. That's such a good point. Yes. With work, you have not had a slow moment and planning a wedding. That's a lot.
1: I know. Everyone was like, I remember, I guess in April, everyone was like cleaning out their closets and doing all these home projects. And I was like, I wish I could do that. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Don't have the time for that. Yeah. Wow. Well, what has the engagement season been like? You're getting married in October, right?
1: Yeah, we're like less or four weeks away. So wow. Wow
0: wow that's so exciting
1: yeah it's been fun um obviously I don't have it anything to compare to like being engaged not in the middle of a pandemic but certainly things have probably been a little different than they would have been otherwise but it's just been it's been a really sweet time like Hmm. sometimes me and Tyler my fiance will just look at each other and we're like dude we're like we get to marry each other you know like it's crazy to think that you'll be spending the rest of your life with this person and it's just Mm -hmm. like crazy yeah so and it's been nice to to be able to celebrate with some of our friends and and Mm -hmm. so um, so yeah
0: that's so exciting what have some of the special moments throughout your engagement been like what are some of the things that you've really enjoyed doing as you prepare for your wedding day and just enjoying celebrating with people
1: yeah um it was super nice to obviously go dress shopping with Mm -hmm. my mom it was kind of Um, I've never been one to like dream about like your wedding dress or my wedding day in general. Like I never kind of like had it all planned out or anything. So it was nice to just be able to spend that time with her and just kind of have some mother daughter time. And this past weekend, we went and had, um, an engagement party and like a bridal shower with, um, some of my friends from home. And so that was super nice to be able to see people and like, my parents, friends that I grew up with and mm-hmm. having them be able to meet Tyler and just have everyone kind of hang out and have fun. Yeah.
0: Like,
1: my mom was like, this will be the last time you'll ever sleep in your twin bed. At home. <laughs> <laughs> I was like things I'm okay with. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You're like, that, that's all right with me. Yeah, it is a weird good. feeling when, you it, know,
1: it was weird. The- yeah. She said that. I was like, Oh, I guess you're right. Yeah.
0: That's so exciting. Marriage is, I'm so passionate about marriage. And I I think it's so sweet to get to see women walking through that season where they're expectant of marrying somebody they love that much and how so much of your life changes, but they're all things that you have this supernatural peace about.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. They're all things that it's going to be change and change is always different. But it's so cool to step into that knowing. I don't want to be anywhere else. This is what I, I want this change.
1: I love that. Yeah, I, I'm terrible with change.
0: Mm-hmm. Terrible I am too. With
1: this. this is like, yeah, I haven't even really even thought about it. You know, mm-hmm. like a lot of people are like, well, what are you? Because Tyler will be moving in to where I am. And a lot of like my friends and older family is like, well, what are you like nervous for? Or I don't know, just kind of random questions. And I was like, I I mean, I know there will be things that, you know, that has changed for both of us that will kind of rub up against each other, but I don't know. I'm I'm just very excited to mm. to join lives and, and kind of go at it together.
0: Yeah. Know. Does Tyler live close to you now?
1: Yeah, he lives about, well, twenty five minutes. Okay. So <laughs> um, kind of. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, it's super close. It really isn't that bad. It's just honestly it's just the road, the mm-hmm. inner state that we have to get on. There's mm-hmm. always like construction on it. So, it shouldn't take that long, but
0: usually- yeah. Yeah. That is one of the best parts when you don't have to plan as much. Like you yeah. both have the same home base and the same refrigerator yeah. and the same condiments and when you cook everything's together and that's something I said when we got home from our honeymoon. I told Michael, my husband, we share a refrigerator. <laughs> it's ours. Yeah. And that seems so silly and odd, but it makes things so simple when your home base is the same. Like you end your day at the same place. You start your day at the same place. You meet at the same place. You don't have to coordinate. Right. What does your schedule look like? And are we going to your place or mine? And it's such a cool feeling.
1: It is. That, that
0: after you celebrate with all your family, all the people that love you, and then coming home as husband and wife and sharing that transition of space, that, that's something that, was so special to us and I'm excited for you to get to experience that.
1: And I'm such a homebody as well. Like I, I love making the home feel like a home. Mm-hmm. So like, I mean, it's been me and girl roommates, like my friends for since college. And so now it's nice. It'll be nice to like be able to design with him in mind and make yeah. it our home rather than just like hodgepodge yeah. stuff.
0: Yeah. That is so fun. We're still working on that. We've been married two years and we're still working on
1: (laughs) it. I'll be working on it with him for a while. I know.
0: (laughs) We're in an apartment, so it's been a little bit slower because we don't want to invest in things when we don't know what our home will look like. But it's funny, you look around and you see, oh, that's definitely Michael's, like that painting of the horses running through the field with the leather couch is definitely the husband's and then the more feminine like the table and the white chairs with the little I don't even know what they're called stand behind me. Yes. Like that is definitely Brittany's. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I
1: think I
0: have that very similar. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Same chairs. <laughs> but I'm excited for you. That is you. it's fun to see weddings right now. And I think in the middle of a pandemic you get to see the true spirit and heart behind marriage more than before and the yeah. appreciation and seeing brides truly excited and hopeful and resting in that right now. And that is on the front lines has been cool from the outside. I mean, as a guest and a friend and bridesmaid, it's cool to see. So I'm excited for you. That'll be fun. I want to talk about workouts a little bit. Yeah. I know I'm always told that it's better to do a little something routinely Mm -hmm. than to feel like we're going to kill ourselves. We're going to work out hard for two hours, an hour and a half, and then wait two more weeks before you do anything. What does a week of consistent workouts look like
1: for you? Yeah. Well, I'm very glad you mentioned that because it is so true. Like, It's not what you do some of the time, but what you do most of the time. So Mm -hmm. it's not something that you can like realistically do every day or even every other day. Like maybe you should reconsider, you know, you don't have to kill yourself in the gym for two hours a day. And then if you can't move for two weeks (laughs) and not that effective. Yeah, (laughs) It's so true. You you would actually be better off doing a little bit less every day. And then it's going to compound and get you better results. Um, but for me right now, like consistent workouts would be, I I thrive on morning workouts. I know not everyone does. I don't love waking up super early, but I know if I don't, then I'm just going to feel worse off in the day because I'm not going to have time to schedule it in and plan. Um, so for me, it's like anywhere from 30 minutes to 50 minutes in the morning. I like to kind of break it up like by day. So like I'll have the lower body day. Um, I'll have an upper body day, maybe like a back and core day, mm-hmm. full body day um, throughout like the week. And then I'll sprinkle in like a run or a walk outdoors, maybe on the weekend or a day that I don't work out in the morning and just kind of do it that way. So like there's structure and I know that I'm working towards a goal, mm-hmm. um, but it also allows me room to this kind of like, have fun, so I don't feel so like entrapped in like a workout routine. Mm-hmm. So, and it's you know it's different for everyone based on seasons of life and and goals and things like that. But that's kind of what has been working for me right now. Um, since I guess March, I haven't been to the gym, mm-hmm. so kind of working out in my. Little bedroom right here. It's, been, this it's been great. Yeah, I'm like, I don't really want to go back to the gym right now. Like, this yeah. is super effective and, and really enjoyable. Yeah,
0: it's easier to just start when you don't have to load up and go somewhere. I miss the community aspect of the gym. Yeah, I do too. But it's been nice to be able to just do something really quick when I get up in the morning or in between meetings.
1: Uh-huh. A little Not something. Enough plan to drive through traffic yeah yeah and all that stuff yeah
0: exactly that's really interesting do you make your own workouts I do Yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah I've seen them on Instagram I didn't know if those are yours or if you're fine I'm sorry
1: I um I've always been interested in like fitness so like I grew up I did competitive gymnastics and then competitive cheerleading I did like weightlifting in high school like not like legit weightless like Yeah, training, I guess would be the correct term as my PE. So like I've always been around it. Um and then I just got certified as a personal trainer in January. So like I learned more of the back end and the logistics of like how you structure workouts. And so um yeah, it's been fun just to kind of like plan my own and mm-hmm. do it that way. Um, cause I've done a lot of different like workout plans and there are parts of them that I don't like. And then parts that they're not my favorite. Um, so it's been fun to, you know, just beat myself up.
0: Yeah. You're right. It's always so helpful to see that workout written out and then be able to see a visual for the yeah. form. That's where I struggle is I don't know exactly what my, what word am I looking for? I don't know what the correct, Position is so that I don't hurt myself and I had a trainer leading up to our wedding We had a trainer that we shared and we went at 5 a.m Every morning for an hour and worked out with him and it was the most rewarding thing as we get older I want it to be something we implement back Just so we can learn because he was able to tell me your shoulders need to be back You don't realize but you need to have your ankles below your knees and he was able to Really teach me what my posture should look like so that I don't hurt myself and getting to watch that along with the exercises Mm
1: -hmm. makes a
0: huge difference.
1: It does. It really does. And like, you know, it's obviously helpful to see, but then even like taking it a step further, it helps protect you Mm -hmm. from injuries. So Mm -hmm. like doing this move wrong over time, it could, you know, lead to an injury or moving your body in a way that it wasn't designed to and you kind of get all these like wonky compensations and stuff so mm-hmm. it is super helpful to to see the video mm-hmm. it's kind of something that I was like I don't know if I really want to like <laughs> videos of myself up here like <laughs> this is weird but yeah, yeah. It's definitely helpful um,
0: yeah
1: and Tyler my fiance he's a physical therapist assistant so he does a lot of like exercise and movement. So like, Mm -hmm. I can bounce things off of him. I'm like, am I doing this right? Like I'm in the right positioning. So yeah. That's so neat. How did you all meet? We met through, um, kind of like a group of mutual friends from church. It was two years ago, this Halloween, one of our friends had a bonfire at his house. Mm -hmm. Um, and Tyler apparently saw me from across the fire and was like, Oh, she's cute. And our friend was supposed to like get us to all hang out in a group setting. And the thing about me is like when it's dark and cold outside in the winter, I pretty much hibernate. And so like I never showed up to any group at like out that he planned. <laughs> Tyler's then, like, what? <laughs> he's like, Oh my gosh, why haven't I met her? Um, and so like January comes around like two and a half months later. And one of our mutual friends was like, Tyler, have you like, hung out with Claire yet. And he was like, I haven't even met her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so he ended up um, messaging me on Instagram because honestly, like a couple of our really close friends met their like significant mm-hmm. other on Instagram. And so he was like, gosh, this feels kind of weird, but I guess I'll do it. Mm-hmm. And, here he did, and here we are. <laughs> wow.
0: That's how Michael and I started too. A really? DM on Instagram. <laughs> we knew each other in real life. Kind of, it was very similar. We had never really talked. And then Instagram was the connector.
1: Yeah. I've met honestly a lot of like really close friends, which sounds weird, but I've met them Mm -hmm. through Instagram. It's Mm a blessing.
0: Yeah. It's cool to see Instagram work in that way because sometimes the community feels so separated. And Mm -hmm. then when you can get in person and break past that barrier, it's really, really neat. And I think as you mature and get older, you don't have so many guards up you're more open to meeting new people and having more friends and meeting people in weird places that aren't as structured as they were when we were younger. And it's really neat. We had an event this last weekend and there's so many women that I knew their name from Instagram. And then they walk through the door and they said their name and I'm like, Oh my gosh, you're Alyssa. (laughs) I know your name, but I've never met you. And they're a real life person.
1: I know. It's so nice to just get that. Yeah. Like face to face. You are human and you're, yeah. It's super nice.
0: That is. I'd love to talk about your faith right now and how the Lord's leading you and just ask in what ways have you felt God leading in your life lately? And is there anything that you'd want to share with our community and that, that might encourage them? And spur them on in their faith?
1: Yeah. Um, I think there's kind of been two things that came to mind when I was thinking about this. And one of them was that my, I can use my story, my life story to spur on and encourage or reassure others and theirs. And I think a lot of this kind of, I don't know, has to do with on the Enneagram, I'm a type nine Mm -hmm. that's kind of what I closely identify with. And so like, sometimes I have a hard time remembering that my voice matters and that I bring something to the table. Um, So that's been something that he has been reminding me of. And like, obviously he does it a lot through Instagram of like, you know, I have this platform. And so just reminding myself that like the things that I've been through can be used for the good of others and to glorify God and to withhold that is honestly doing a disservice Mm -hmm. for those people and for the Lord. And so trying to to speak life into that and I hate the word vulnerable, but being more Mm -hmm. vulnerable and like Mm -hmm. honest about my past to help bring hopefully freedom for other people that are walking in what I was used to be walking in. And that's been something that he's been kind of like impressing on my heart recently Mm -hmm. And then the other one is just like, I don't know, this world is so temporal, you know, Mm -hmm. like don't get so caught up in whether it's your physical health or money or job status or, you know, followers on Instagram, like those are nice things, but they're not going to last. And so trying to just keep my eyes on him and what really matters in the long run and just always remembering and trying to remind myself of that. Yeah. Because it's really easy for me to get caught up in just like the day-to-day of what I want here on earth, but it can be taken away in a minute. And so just reminding myself of where my hope is found.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And it's so true. If we choose not to show up and lean into how God wants to use us, even if we feel like somebody else is already doing it, who I don't need to actually do that. Someone else is already doing it. Nobody can do it the way that we can do it because God's blessed us and he's impressed part of his character on us Mm -hmm. that can't be executed the same if somebody else does it because it's our experience and it's our walk. And I think it's so easy to believe, Oh, but she's already doing that. So I'm just going to sit tight. I'm fine. I'm just going to stay here.
1: Yeah. I'm guilty of that.
0: I am too. I am too, but being reminded, hey, the world is going to miss out on seeing this part of God's character mm-hmm. if you don't own that you're an expert in that and that he wants to use your story yeah. and walking with him and knowing how to do that and then just leaning in and saying yes. Today, I I love talking about God's promises and mm-hmm. the things that he promises us and the things that he says we are like You are strong, brave, equipped, enough, you're worthy. And I think it's really cool when our guests get to speak those things over our community from their experience and their perspective and their walks. And I'd love to know what promises you feel like God's proclaiming over your life in this season and give you space to speak into how the Lord has been faithful to you.
1: Goodness, I feel like I could go. So many days. I think one of the things that has stood out to me is that I feel like he's been telling me like he listens and he is listening I feel like I'm living in the midst of like I am living in the midst of an answered prayer like I prayed so specifically for a relationship with someone just like Tyler my fiance like two years ago and to see it being played out just so perfectly. I mean, it's something that is a testament only to the Lord. Like this is, it it isn't like fate by anything. It's his provision. And and just knowing that he listened to me then and he continues to listen to me now. And that gives me hope for future prayers and, and hopes and dreams. And that's been kind of one of the biggest things. And just knowing that he is constant. Like is the only constant thing that we have to rely on. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, no matter how great my relationship with Tyler is or how great my job is, like none of those are certain, which kind of sounds scary and, and sad, but um, it's the reality of, of life here on earth. And um, just having the hope that God is constant, no matter what, no matter what situations or circumstances I find myself in, like, he is good and he is constant and he is always there. Mm-hmm. Um, is kind of one of the things that I just feel like has been impressed on my heart from him. Yeah. So
0: online, you are food, fitness, and faith, and we've talked about a lot of that today. But for the woman that's listening, and she's like, "Man, I want to learn more. I want to learn more about energy and routines and snacks and workouts." What are some ways right now that they can just get plugged in with your community and learn more from you?
1: Yeah, I'm just like thinking, I was like, "Wow, we have covered so much in a couple minutes." I know. I'm like, I don't remember talking about energy. <laughs> Um, well you can follow me on Instagram at Food Fitness and Faith or um my website is ClaraNorfleet.com. And so I've got some stuff there as well, but mainly on Instagram.
0: Yeah. That's awesome. Thank you for being here today. I've enjoyed chatting with you.
1: you so much for having Brit having me, Brittany. Goodness. Getting now. <laughs> no. Um, but no, it was such a pleasure talking with you and I appreciate yeah, it. Of course. Get plugged
0: in with Clara on Instagram over at food, fitness, and faith.
1: Or you can find her
0: online at claranorfleet.com. Did you enjoy this episode? Would you hit that subscribe button, leave us a five-star review, and share this podcast with a girlfriend? A great way to help us get the word out is by screenshotting this episode on your cell phone and tagging us at Wheatful Woman to your Instagram story. We'd love to hear your favorite parts of the show so we can keep creating episodes that show up to serve you. Thanks for tuning in, and we can't wait to catch you next time.